When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Gabe Ebering from Her Hoop Stats, and I'm about to take on my role as the player agent for every WNBA player in the second annual Her Hoop Stats WNBA mock off season. If you know how all this works or you're just feeling impatient, feel free to skip ahead a minute or two to get past this intro. You can also use the chapter markers in the podcast description or on the YouTube video progress bar right here beneath me. The mock-off season is essentially a role-playing exercise where six fake GMs take over two teams each and negotiate player contracts with me, the agents, and negotiate trades with each other to either clear out cap space or bring in players that they're more excited to have. All of this happens under the watchful eye of our league office played by Jacob Mox. Now, fair warning, this was recorded before New York and Phoenix decided to fire their coaches on the same day, but the exercise should provide you with a good look as to what could happen in free agency next year and what teams are dealing with coming into the process. This is part one of three parts with a runtime of a little less than three hours. And while this is a ton of information, we have plenty of tools for you to digest it over on our newsletter, herhoopstats.substack.com. If you like what you're hearing and watching, then please subscribe to our newsletter, our podcast, and our YouTube channel, and consider buying a subscription to the stats website, herhoopstats.com, which informed all of the decisions that the player agents and the GMs and the league office made in the mock-off season. And if you didn't listen to anything I was just saying, you can find all this information in the podcast description or on YouTube. Without further ado, here is the 2022 Her Hoop Stats WNBA mock-off season. Hello and welcome to the second annual WNBA mock-off season here on the Her Hoop Stats podcast network. I'm Gabriel Ibrahim, your player agent for these role-play events in which we have six of the best WNBA minds you can find, along with Jacob Mox, who is our second game master here. If you're a Dungeons and Dragons person, you will understand that reference, but we are all role-playing the 2022 WNBA offseason and figuring out which free agents are going where and negotiating contracts. We will be doing this all by the CBA rules, which is where Jacob Mox comes in. He is our uh, game operations sort of thing jacob how, how would you like to describe yourself i like league office league office rules specialists so if anyone messes up they will hear from jacob but i'm going to introduce now our gms everyone has two teams and then we will head into uh what's going to happen here between january 1st the the first salvo of free agency in which they will be making their decisions on restricted free agents and everyone else. But first, I'm going to introduce everyone. So we're going to start with the way it is listed on my screen. Kevin Pelton 
is in charge of the Seattle Storm and the Dallas Wings. Sabrina Merchant is in charge of the Los Angeles Sparks and the Phoenix Mercury. Richard Cohen is in charge of the Chicago Sky and the Indiana Fever. Jacqueline LeBlanc is in charge of the Washington Mystics and the Connecticut Sun. Aaron Barzlai is in charge of the Atlanta Dream and the Minnesota Lynx. And Alfred Corient is in charge of the New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces. Everyone say hi at once. Three, two, one. That's I'm I we we're through that part. Okay, so now guys, we are going to move on to the part of the proceedings where we do our restricted offers. You guys tell us a little bit about where you're going with your teams. Try not to give too much away, obviously, because the rest of the GMs in the league are listening, and you can do your core offers, any business you have to settle before we hit the actual start of free agency. This is the time to do it, and we're going to start with Kevin. Okay, so Dallas does not have any business heading into free agency. As I don't believe we have a single free agent on the entire roster. Uh, Seattle is a bit busier. We're going to extend qualifying offers to restricted free agents, uh, Jordan Canada, Mercedes Russell, and Stephanie Talbot. And then the big decision that we have is the storm is what to do with our core designation this year with both Jewel Lloyd and Brianna Stewart potentially hitting unrestricted free agency. We've taken a bit of a vibe check so far. And although we considered using the uh, core designation on Jewel Lloyd and expecting that, that Brianna Stewart will want to return, we're not going to take that risk. And instead, we have decided to core Brianna Stewart. All right. So Brianna Stewart is the first core player. Yeah, Dallas sitting pretty. All right, Sabrina, tell us about what you're going to do with your teams and uh, what offers you need to make now. So for the Los Angeles Sparks, uh, we only have reserved free agents. We'll be extending qualifying offers to all of Maria Vadiva, Lauren Cox, and Taya Cooper. Um, already have Neko Gumake as our core player, so nothing to be done there. And for the Phoenix Mercury, uh, we already cored Brittany Griner, so again, nothing to be done there. We will be waiving Kia Vaughn and uh, extending a qualifying offer to Kia Nurse. All right, Richard, tell us about what you got going on. The... 2021 WNBA champion Chicago Sky are looking to re-sign a variety of people and reload to take another run. We will be coring Kalia Copper on the grounds that Courtney Vandersloot has said she's looking forward to being part of free agency and being a free agent for the first time in her career. So we feel that coring her would piss her off more than make more than be an advantage for us. So we are hoping Kalia will take that as a sign of how much we value her, even though we would quite like her to come back for a, a little less than the core offer might be. Uh, we will also be extending off uh, qualifying offers to everyone you would expect. Lexi Brown, Diamond to Shields. In Indiana, we're looking to develop, get better, we hopefully have the number one pick, although we're recording this before the lottery, so that's not fully known, but we're assuming we'll, we'll hopefully be adding the number one pick. Um, the qualifying offers go out to everybody that we have on the list, which is Temi Fagbenle, Lindsay Allen, Victoria Vivians, Chelsea Perry, Bernadette Hattar, and that's about it. There's nothing much else to do in Indiana. Interesting decision on the core for Chicago. We'll see if that works out for Richard. Aaron, what you got going on? For Atlanta, we are really excited about the future. It's obviously been an interesting uh, couple of years, but it's a new era. I'm proud to be the uh, two-time executive of the year as the uh, GM of the uh, Atlanta Dream. And so, you know, we're definitely uh, looking to build for the future, but at the same time, we think, you know, there's a lot of potential for what we can achieve this summer. As far as offers for Atlanta, we are actually going to make a core offer to Tiffany Hayes. And then for uh, restricted free agency, we are going to make a qualifying offer to Monique Billings. Then for Minnesota, proud to uh, uh, represent that team. And, uh, you know, we don't really have, uh, we're not going to 
core anyone because uh, Sylvia Fowles, right, is uh, not core eligible, but uh, we are going, well, I guess, and we don't really have any restricted free agency, restricted free agents, excuse me. Uh, you know, Bridget Carlton in particular is someone we're very interested in. He's on our reserve list that we have as well. Alfred? For the Las Vegas Aces, we are looking to bring back everyone from our campaign, or most of everyone from our campaign last year. And in doing so, we will be offering the core to Liz Cambage. We will also be extending a qualifying offer to Asia Wilson. And we will also be extending a reserved offer to Jisoo Park. In terms of the New York Liberty, we are actually looking to clear up a little bit more cap space to pursue some of the top name free agents that may be out there. So we will not be offering any qualifying offers to our free agents in the New York Liberty. We currently have a trade offer for with Le with Sabrina for Liana Odom, and we will be waving Han Zhu. Thank you. And Jacqueline, wrap us up. All right. Uh, so for Connecticut, we're interested in winning right now. We definitely think we have the pieces to do that. We were very close last year. So um, in doing that, our big priority is bringing back John Quill Jones. We're going to extend her the core offer for this season to make sure um, she comes back in Connecticut next year um, with the full intent to negotiate the, the long-term Supermax deal that she deserves. Um, we're also going to be extending qualifying offers to Natisha Heideman and Beatrice Montpremier. Um, we're going to pass on extending a qualifying offer to Steph Jones at this time. Um, for the Washington Mystics, last year was a little bit of a disappointment, so we're definitely interested um, in getting back into the playoffs and, and kind of mixing up our roster. Um, we are not going to extend a core this season because we're in a bit of a cap crunch um, and we are going to extend qualifying offers to just Maisha Hines Allen um, and then the Washington Mystics are also going to waive Sydney Weiss and Erica McCall. Okay thank you and also I forgot to do my business as the agent. I've talked to my clients and we have some news to share about the various clients that maybe you have in mind. So Sue Bird is coming back. She got so much. She just loved the being in that climate pledge arena. She wanted one more uh, run there or maybe somewhere else. Who knows? But that that energy really, really made her want to come back and she's going to return uh, this season. Sylvia Fowles is still on the fence. She had originally told me that she was retiring. Uh, but now she she's more on the fence. She's she's ready to talk. She wants to see what happens uh, with Minnesota. The news about Nafisa Collier's pregnancy, while she's very excited for Nafisa, has kind of put her own basketball mortality into view. So she she just wants to make sure that she's coming back to a good situation here in the WNBA, whether that's in Minnesota or elsewhere. Angel McCautry is planning on returning, barring another injury or a rehab setback. She's looking for a title. She loved it in Vegas, and uh, but she, she's open to hearing everything. Maya Moore is unfortunately not returning to the WNBA as much as I would like to have her come back in this fake scenario. I don't think I should do that. So uh, Emma Miesemann is also planning to return, uh, barring you know COVID setback, all the things that you have to say in today's world. She's planning on coming back. She would like to return to Washington, but again, open to hearing everything that's out there for her in the WNBA. And then the subset of players like Chechi Zandalassini, Maureen Johannes, and Julie Aleman all would like to come back to the WNBA, assuming that there's good opportunity for them uh, either to play more or get more money. So on-court opportunity and money will determine whether those players are going to come over. Um, and without the large scale international commitments in the middle of the WNBA season, they would all like to at least try to return. Uh, so that's all the news on my end. I hope that doesn't, I hope everyone knew that before we did that uh, first part. So now I believe we can move on to our free agency aspect here. And I think the first big domino to fall in this free agency is going to be Jewel Lloyd. So if there's no objections, I think we should get to Jewel Lloyd's 
free agency. I actually did just want to do one real quick rundown to make sure we got all those, uh, most of those reserve qualifying offers and figure out who didn't. didn't. The league um, office is getting in the way of the excitement of this free agency as per I'm usual. I'm very sorry. I just don't want myself to get off track too early. All right. So I'm just going to go through, kind of pull out some names that I just want to make sure. It looks like Megan Gustafson is not receiving the reserve qualifying offer. Is that correct, Jacqueline? Yeah, no qualifying okay. offer to Megan Gustafson. Okay. I'll make a note to myself. Um, uh, Kevin, you'll be sending the qualify the reserve to Carly Samuelson. Yep. Um, we got Phoenix squared away. Oh, and then uh, Alford with uh, Rancock and Inoue and uh, Paris Key. Did you want to extend those reserve qualifying offers or no? Nobody on the Liberty. So no. Sorry, what was that? Oh, nobody on the Liberty will be getting a any restricted or reserve qualifying offers. Got it. Okay. And I think that covered. Yes, that covers everything. Thanks, guys. Okay. So league um, office is good? Yep, we are. Okay, good. any further objections? Yes. Well. I think I might have one, right? I'm interested in what's going to happen with uh, Tina Charles as well, which might affect, is Atlanta, which might affect what happens with how much we bid on Jewel Lloyd. But it's all, I mean, that's the challenge of this exercise. But, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I, would, I would like to talk to Courtney Vandersloot and Kalia Copper before we talked about Lloyd personally. Well, Tina's an unrestricted free agent. So I, I think we can do her after Jewel Lloyd, just because Jewel is, has, um, is, is a little younger. She's probably a little bit more exciting. If, if you're prioritizing Tina Charles over Jewel Lloyd, that's probably going to be offensive to Jewel Lloyd. <laughs> it's also offensive to She might to want Tina to change Charles. representation. Uh, yes. yes <laughs> yeah. I, Jewel Lloyd's got some great offers coming from Seattle, I, you know, I assure you. Look, all of my clients are my number one priority. So I make that very clear. All of them are, should go first, but we need to pick one. Um, so since, all right, since copper is cord, I will, I think Chicago, if you, if we can do a brief conversation about what your questions are for Clea Copper, and since Courtney Vandersloot is like next to you, just ask them both your questions and we can. <laughs> well, my questions are, are you willing to take, we, we want both of you. We, we are willing to pay whatever, it, whatever is necessary to keep you but I think you know our cap situation and we, know that in order to keep the team challenging for a title or to go out and improve it with someone of the quality of a Jewel Lloyd, mm -hmm. we need you to take a little less than your absolute maximum amount of money. I, I think we are amenable to that, but we want to, we're not going to say we're going to take less money at the beginning because, and, and this goes for everyone. I see, Kev, I see Kevin raising his hand. <laughs> this goes for everyone. Like if you, you know, for a Sue, for uh, not for Brianna Stewart, she, she's, she wants the whole bag. But for Copper and Sloot, uh, I think they're, they are amenable, but they don't, don't, it has to be, there has to be compensation that's of their level. They did accept less in their last contracts. Um, and I think they're willing to accept that sort of small gap between their absolute maximum and what they, and what you uh, have. So if you can get someone like Jewel, that's great. If you try to do it with someone else. Oh, this is absolutely, we will, yeah. The money would go to you if there's no one else coming in. We're just saying, please take a little less if we were able to get someone else to agree to, to that's that's worthy of the money we're talking about. I mean, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. I just want to remind Courtney Vandersloot that her wife plays shooting guard for the Chicago Sky currently <laughs> and is also a free agent. And has also already talked about retiring. We're preparing for the future while <laughs> wanting to keep Ali around as well. Nothing's guaranteed in life, Richard. It's oh, I'm not asking for guarantees. We live on a rock floating through space. So any anything can happen. Um, however, they they do want to win. And you know, it, it, as much as Ali, um there there should be if if you want to keep someone, keeping their wives or family happy is part of that. So I would keep that in mind as you proceed here. Now Without further objection, let's move on to talking about Jewel Lloyd. For uh, I would say most people would consider her the tops of this free agency class. She's obviously put on many years of all WNBA performances. She's a superstar. She expects to be treated 
as a superstar and while she loves what Seattle has done for her and, and how much um, great time she's had there, she wants to see what's out there for her in terms of opportunity while expecting the full maximum that any team can pay her. Now, before we get into that league office, Jacob, could you please tell us what her salaries are if she stays with Seattle, if she stay, if she goes to another team, um, what, what are the differences in her salary? Yeah, so it's seven years of service for Jewel Lloyd. Um, if she does remain in Seattle, she is eligible for that Supermax um, up to four years, obviously, as opposed to three years for the standard max, or three years for a new team, I suppose. Um, that Supermax, a little over 228,000 year one, 230, about 235,000 year two, 241 in year three and 248 and a half in year four. Um, if she does go elsewhere, barring a sign and trade situation, uh, she would only be eligible for the standard maximum, which would be 196,000 year one, 202,000 in year two and 208,000 in year three. Okay. Thank you very much, League Office. So Seattle, Obviously, we've had some great times together. You guys are going to get the the first pitch. Uh, obviously, she knows the she knows the culture. She knows um, the team. We want to know how you're going to get better to put this team back into the championship contention that they are used to being. Um, you know, as opposed to last year, where it, it it seemed like they took a step back. Well, I think the first thing that we're going to do to get better is get Brianna Stewart healthy. She wasn't available for our playoff game last year against Phoenix, and. Obviously, that's an entirely different situation. We've seen that every time this team has had Brianna Stewart healthy for the playoffs since 2018, we've won the championship. And obviously, Eugene Lloyd are a big part of that. We have some plans in mind to upgrade our bench, infuse some veteran talent there. And you know, I think you're going to be very excited about those if we're able to pull those off. That's our hope to improve. But, you know, the main thing is making sure that we keep this core of talent together. You and Brianna Stewart, side by side, number one picks in back to back years are the franchise's future. It's present. It's past as well in terms of the championships you've already won. And we're prepared to pay you the Supermax for as many years as you want, all the way up to four, if that's what you want. If you want a one-year deal and that sort of flexibility, that's fine because we believe this is going to be the best place for you no matter when. If she accepts a multi-year contract, this could be one of Jules' last big-time contracts. So that four-year Supermax is certainly something that's attractive to her. Um, That being said, she does want to look around. So who else has pitches for Jewel Lloyd? New York Liberty would like to inquire on the services for Drew Lloyd. Currently, we do have uh, a good guard in Sabrina Ionescu. We do have playmakers like Benadja Laney. We do have Natasha Howard. So we have a team that can compete. We also were just one, a couple of seconds away from beating the Phoenix Mercury who were in the finals. And we are willing to clear space to possibly add Drew Lloyd to a max. And we we would be willing to clear some more space to add even another max player that would allow Jewel Lloyd a very, very good team to compete and especially in a big market. So we're talking three-year three year max. Three-year three max, yep. Okay, that is certainly enticing. Obviously, Natasha Howard being there, Sammy Whitcomb being there, those two good friends of Jewel's and being in New York is great. Uh, we would have to talk about some marketing schemes to you know maybe raise her bottom line in a little bit, but... Assuming that those conversations are on the table, that seems like a very enticing offer. Anybody else wanting to talk to Jewel Lloyd? Chicago, what are you doing? (laughs) We just had the conversation. I know we did. And unfortunately, your answers have put me off. (laughs) You're not even going to try? Courtney Vandersloot's upset now. No, our our problem here is that we feel basically you would be insulted by any offer less than a three-year max. That's... That's what Jewel Lloyd's going to be expecting on the, on the free agent market going anywhere. And if we paid you that, then ultimately it would be very hard to fit in Vandersloot, Copper and Quigley. And basically, if we said we wanted to bring back Vandersloot and Kalia Copper without leaving room to pay Ali Quigley a sensible amount of money, then Courtney's going to get very pissed off, as you mentioned earlier. So therefore, we feel we may have to target someone slightly lower down the rungs than Jewel Lloyd, Uh, unless Kalia and and Courtney want to come back to us and say, 
they really want to make make room. No, I think we're I think we're those here. Okay, this is a problem with representing all of the players. No, no one, no one else wants to talk to Jewel Lloyd. Washington is going to go ahead and talk to Jewel Lloyd if if no one else is interested. Um, so we have a bit of a, a tight cap situation, but we're definitely interested in, in possibly moving some players around or, um, you know, prioritizing a few other free agents to make sure that we can get Jewel Lloyd. Um, to do that, you know, we might have to engage in some possible trade talks with Seattle. Um, I want to throw out that Alicia Clark is available and on the trade block. So if Seattle is interested in getting Alicia Clark back into their lineup. I know she really thrived there. She should be healthy for this next season. Um, also, you know, we have a lottery round pick that we're definitely interested in throwing out there if that, you know, makes, makes any moves. And then, um, you know, while Tina Charles is an unrestricted free agent, you know, possibly if all parties agree, we could possibly work um, some sign and trade offers that, that included Tina Charles for Jewel Lloyd. So um, I know last year for Washington, we struggled being healthy, um, but, you know, we do have one of the greatest players in the world, Elena Deladon. Um, we believe she's going to be healthy and ready to go next year. Um, we still, we have an offer out to Maisha Hines-Allen who continues to get better every year. We have Natasha Cloud and, um, you know, we'll also plan on engaging in some talks with Emma Mieseman since she will be back. So, um, if the markets are acquired on Jewel Lloyd, Washington's definitely interested in possibly pursuing some some trade action that involved her. So okay. we hold Alicia Clark in the highest value here in Seattle, given her role in our two championships that we won uh, with Jewel Lloyd. But we're not interested in engaging on any sign and trade talks for Jewel Lloyd unless she tells us that she does not want to be here. Uh, and as Alicia Clark's agent as well, this conversation never happened. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it is interesting in Washington. I, as much as I, I love what, you know, the Tebos have done there. And obviously they, if, if Elaine Deldon is healthy, they're going to be really good. If Alicia Clark is healthy, they, they have a chance to be a very good team and it's a great organization city that would be excellent to live in. However, there's, there's just a bit too much uncertainty and the complicated nature of trying to work out uh, getting the, the full supermax that I would be demanding in the sign and trade would be uh, a little, off considering that I don't, I don't want to burn my bridges in Seattle. We have a, we have a very nice relationship. Uh, so at Washington, you're going to keep you on the table, but just for now, I would, I would probably rank that third um, in terms of the offers here. Anybody else, anybody else want to talk to Jewel Lloyd? Indiana will happily offer the super, the, the max to pretty much every good player who's available. <laughs> we're, we're working on the assumption. Most of them aren't going to be interested. Hey, Notre Dame legend, Jewel Lloyd. I was about to say, Notre Dame legend, Jewel Lloyd. She is welcome to come back to Indiana for the max three years, fully guaranteed. Yeah, uh, sorry, Tamika. That's that's not really on my uh, high on the list of places that I want to be. So now we're, we're down to New York and Seattle, it would appear. The possibility of going to New York is is very, very interesting because that's a that's a major market and it's a place that does seem to have at least championship potential. However, for the sake of time, I'm not going to make you give me another pitch. I think Jewel would take the four-year Supermax offer to go back to Seattle. Uh, just because of the money, it seems as if the it seems as if New York, while it's it's a great place, she wouldn't be more, she wouldn't be higher on the pecking order just because of Sabrina's um, stardom coming into the league. She's always Sabrina's gonna kind of be that superstar. So it's not a big difference in a it's not a big difference in that manner and it's about the same championship likelihood between those and i love being in seattle i think they're going to treat me great so we're going we're coming back four year supermax offer to come back to the seattle storm for jewel lloyd glad to do it uh, that's good that's a good piece of business surprise more of you didn't make pitches we're gonna keep gotta loosen up those purse strings people uh so jewel lloyd going back to the uh, Seattle Storm. Let's uh, let's keep going here though, because I know we're we're taking it slow. Because I want to be wind and dined. Who else? <laughs> uh, who's who's next on our win shares list? League office, Jacob. Tina Charles would be next up then. Let's do it. Tina Charles, MVP caliber season in Washington. She showed everyone from this podcast last year that did not want her. She 
not just the player that you thought she was. She can do everything because that's how good of a player she is. She's extending her range and she provides a lot of good defense for Washington on the rather tough situation. I know Richard's going to roll his eyes at me, but that's not a big deal. So we have Tina Charles on the table. Who is interested? Atlanta is interested. Minnesota. Okay, we'll go to we'll go to Aaron first. Tell me both your pitches. Well, for Minnesota, right, it's a little bit coupled to the Sylvia Fowles situation, which is why I brought that up, right? If Sylvia ends up not playing, like we're very interested in having Tina um, at, um, you know, very high salary. And for Atlanta, right, we understand why it might be a little bit of a non-traditional um, thing, but we have gobble, you know, oodles of cap space and are willing to spend it. We think that having a, a person of your character on the team would definitely be helpful. You know, we think we've got a lot of potential. Again, we've turned over a new leaf and, and things are looking up. It's a, it's a great situation. We think you could help, um, you know, really kind of lead us, you know, you know, back to where we want to be. Yeah. Tina, Tina would be interested in, uh, in, in both those situations. Uh, Atlanta is very interesting just because it's a blank canvas and she does have that relationship with Tanisha, right? Uh, it is no one's gonna, I don't think anyone's gonna outbid us. Right. Uh, Right. So well, that's, yeah. that is interesting. Would you guys, I don't know if Washington, um, actually let's talk to Washington, Washington. What should I come like, how, what, if I come back, how are we going to make sure that I have a chance to win a title instead of missing the playoffs? Well, you know, we definitely value everything that you did last year, Tina. We definitely want to do everything in our power to get you back on the team. Um, you know, you were, like you said, a big part of our offense, absolutely, and our defense. Um, you know, Elena Deladon, we expect her to be fully healthy. So, you know, hopefully we will have the, the lineup that you imagined when you first signed here with us. I did have, you know, a question for Tina. Um, you know, we might not be able to offer you that, that super max or, um, you know, get as close to that max offer as you may would like, but you know, what are, what are you thinking in terms of off season and, um, you know, would you be willing to take any sort of discount? count um in order to come back and play with edd um or you know are you really interested in, in the uh the max contract i mean obviously money is important um that being said she did T tina in her last go round um she did take less than the core offer that was available to her she forced her way to washington she took a little bit less money she doesn't want to she doesn't want to do that again but if it's necessary to make the team a championship contender or if she's going to a team that's championship contender she would consider it. the issue of washington is there's so much uncertainty um with Elena Deladon and I, she just at the end of last year um it, it wasn't it wasn't the situation she wanted to be in she wanted to be in the playoffs and moving forward she wants to be in a place that is as close to a guaranteed championship spot as possible Washington's still on the table, though. So we have uh, Atlanta, Minnesota, and Washington. More teams are ready for Tina Charles and Jewel Lloyd. So oh. that shows you what a year can do. Anybody else want? want... Yep. Uh, New York and no. Las Vegas. Oh, New York's no. New York's not <laughs> happening. Sorry. New York can hang up now. Oh, uh, Las Vegas will be definitely sure. has an interesting pitch, but it is incumbent on a couple of things happening. Okay. Currently, we have offered a core to Liz Cambage. We have offered a restricted qualifying offer to Asia Wilson. If both were to accept, we can actually squeak out another max spot, which will allow Tina Charles to play with Liz Cambage, Chelsea Gray, Kelsey Plum, Asia Wilson, and others in a very, very tough team that has a very good championship winning ability. So Tina Charles is playing the three in this scenario? <laughs> Tina Charles can Bill play whatever she wants to play. <laughs> Bill, man, Bill, Bill is coming in hot. This is very much his move. Uh, and she does love Bill. She does love Bill. Um, and and there's there's not many better championship situations than Las Vegas, but she does want the she, – she's a player who wants the ball in her hands. Uh, that's where she does her best work. Anybody else want to make pitches to Tina Charles? Storm here. We can't offer you the max realistically at this point depending on what happens with Sue Bird and what kind of salary she takes. But we were thinking somewhere in the $150,000 range for one year to start at center for us. And we think we'd be the championship favorites. That's tantalizing. And, and that's uh, something that needs to be considered. We, I think she would want somewhere a little bit closer to her salary in the last couple of seasons, which was around 175,000. Um, but, you know, championship championships are 
more important to her and she can make up, she can try to make up the money elsewhere, but that, that is just a little low um, for us to just say, Hey, we're doing it. So that's on the table. Anybody, anybody else? No. Okay. So now for Tina Charles, we have Seattle, Atlanta, Washington, Minnesota, and Las Vegas in the mix, right? Anybody else am I missing? I mean, assuming you rejected the Liberty offer outright. <laughs> absolutely not. Under no circumstances could the, the Liberty the, get me to play in New York again. What What if, what if Tina Charles <laughs> was able to get another Max player to come with her in New York with a very stacked team where she doesn't have to be doing too much? Are you firing the coach and the GM that did not want her there in the first place? Yeah, they are, they are off the table if Tina Charles is willing to come back home. Wait, we're, fire, we're firing the coaches? Wait, well, this is, now, now it becomes a little <laughs> bit more interesting. But however, I think the chapter of yeah. Tina Charles' yeah, life is closed. Are you changing owners too? <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep those four teams on the table. I think we're going to get rid of Las Vegas just because there's, there's not enough time for her to play. Washington, it's just something that she, she doesn't want to have to go through a season where she thinks she could be a championship contender and it falls apart because of injury. That's not, that's not what she wants. She wants to be able to set it up for herself. So now we have Atlanta, Minnesota, and Seattle. Atlanta, if you guys had gotten Jewel Lloyd or, or I could see, you know, the, the vision there for how we could be a championship contender this year, I would certainly be higher on that situation. However, this, this next year, I just don't see in Atlanta, and I, I need to fit in one championship run uh, before I potentially hang it up, which, you know, could happen anytime. You could see what happens to, to a player like uh, Angel McCautry that she, you know, didn't have that, that chance. She got hurt. So After I need last to- year, I think it's going to be more than one year before you need to hang it up, Tina. Well, she, hey, look, but you never know. And she, she doesn't want to take more chances of, hey, we're going to wait it out and see what happens or she, she, the last two years have showed her that the time is now to strike for a championship opportunity. So now we got Minnesota and Seattle. So Minnesota, what's your offer in the, in uh, numbers, Max? Yeah, we're willing to go. I mean, we can't sign Tina without having Sylvia Fowles retire. Right. So like when we were planning, oh, we were saying, well, if Fowles moves on, who's the right person to bring in. And, you know, we think it's you, Tina. It's like a weird thing if we're trying to negotiate all this uh, and we would have boatloads of money um, or not boatloads, but lots of money in that scenario because we were prepared to offer foul super max. Um, it's a little tougher though, if it's, you know, January 15th or February 1st and Sylvia's still considering her options. And, you know, frankly, we would love to have Sylvia back. You know, it's not like we would um, be, you know, drop kicking uh, Sylvia to keep t- to, to, for the opportunity to take Tina Charles. So it's kind of a weird spot. Uh, for us. Seattle, can you get me to 170,000? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. yeah. And she's going to Seattle. As, as I was listening to the Minnesota pitch, I was like, this seems complicated. I don't know how good this team is going to be if it's just me. And even if still comes back and it's the two of us, Seattle's the best option just because that team is set. It's ready yes. to go. And they have their, they have their core. They know what they're doing. And they're in that new stadium, lots of new energy. And it's a place that, um, Tina has obviously admired for a long time and she thinks they give, them the, give her the best chance to win a championship. So she is also going to Seattle. Seattle, what a start of free agency. Very excited. And that, that is a protected deal for Tina Charles for the record. Yes. Yes. I assume, I assume also Jewel Lloyd's deal was. Yes. Just, the, just the one season for Tina? Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, think that's, I think that's appropriate just to see what happens going forward. Okay, so Tina Charles and Jewel Lloyd both going to the Seattle Storm. The rich get richer. Let's see the Chicago knot. We're going to go to Courtney Vandersloot, and we could handle Kalia Copper and Allie Quigley because to a certain extent, they're all package deal. So, uh, Richard, what's your, do you have a, I will let you start with the pitch to Courtney Vandersloot. Well, as I said earlier on, if it takes the Supermax to bring her back for essentially however long she wants it, We'd pay it. We're hoping she would settle for something in the region of 200K. So that's more than she could get anywhere else. Right. Um, and that, that's good money. But uh, how about what are you, are you, you going to do for Allie? Allie, obviously at 36, winding down, hopefully with less, um, 
on her plate if we can bring in other people to help her out on the perimeter this year. She won't hopefully have to take over the spot and play quite as many minutes. Um, something in the region of 150,000 we think would be fair, would be reasonable. Again, again, all of these can be topped up if we don't get much to help them. And if there's cap space left, they'll, then we can use the time off bonuses to, yeah. to help out our vets at the end of the year. That's I'm, I'm not looking for other offers. The, those two are good. And, and we'll keep it at those numbers that you just said now. And then if, if nothing happens in, in free agency for Chicago, like you said, we'll, we'll look it up. We appreciate you get you working with us and being patient. Um, but that is, those are salaries that work out for us. And we will do, I think Allie is only coming back for one year because you know, her, her future is a little bit more uncertain. Um, do you have, do you have a year? How many years do you want to offer Courtney? I mean, ultimately as many as she likes, basically, um, we figure she may not want to sign for as many as four, but if, if that's what it took, we'd pay it. Um, maybe three makes more sense on both our sides, then, you know, we're not tied in for too far into the future. Neither is she. I, I think she'd rather have the four years, to be honest, just because this is her last big contract and she doesn't want to play anywhere else than Chicago, in all honesty. So if this is her last big deal, um, actually, when does the CBA end league office? 2027, sorry. So 2027, if we have a four-year contract, does that take us out to 20? That brings okay. it up to 2025. Yay. Four-year contract for Courtney Vandersloot, if that's good with Chicago. Would you like that to be a flat contract, 3% increase? Team? Um, obviously, it helps us out a little in the future if you're willing to keep it flat. Flat's but fine. We'll, pay, we'll pay the raises if you needed it. No, flat's fine. She's willing to work. This team just won a championship. She wants to be there. She loves being there. Absolutely. It's home, Help, it's home for her now. Out. Home for her now, and that's that's what she wants. Um, so she's the, she's back, Courtney Vandersloot, four years in Chicago with her wife Allie Quigley signing a one year deal, and those numbers starting at two hundred and one fifty, but they can uh, always be worked out. One small thing: Would Allie Quigley be willing to take that one fifty as a non guaranteed contract? We have absolutely no intention of cutting her. Yes. We'll pay it regardless. It's just that someone we might want to bring in might want their money guaranteed. No, that's fair. That, that's fine. That's fine. And uh, and uh, wait, can we – I'm sorry, league office. Can we guarantee years later in the contract and not do the – Yes, you can. Um, you can guarantee any – or maybe not any combination, but you can split up guaranteed and non-guaranteed. But that contract will still count as one of the six, whether it's – future or right. immediate yeah it's contracts with any guarantee in them okay well since since, since courtney's goes out into the future she want her protected but yeah. ali's fine not being protected this year great all right and uh kalia copper do you have an offer for her i mean we were thinking basically the same as courtney start at two hundred thousand if that works for her again she she obviously has the core offer she can sign that for the supermax if she wanted to but we're willing to guarantee more years into the future if she'll work with us and sign something longer. She she wants a little bit more than 200. She thinks she's, and this is, a, again, her first big contract. So this is a big deal for her. She would like a little bit more than 200. Um, I think you can get up to two, you know, it, and she wants to be here long-term as well. She doesn't, this is not just going to be a one-year thing. So um, can we do four years with the 3% raises starting at, 220 would that would that diminish our our uh, ability to get that many players that leaves us with very little room to chase anybody else how about we split the difference and go to 210 yeah that sounds good yay the 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 chicago sky are back hooray can uh the league office tell us how much cap space chicago has left i can do it if you want yeah how much you got yes i can uh Assuming we we kept the number six pick, we have somewhere in the region of 150k left to sign other free agents. Atlanta, let's talk about Tiffany Hayes. Yes, let's talk about it. Um, uh, years and numbers, what are they? I mean, we kind of understand it's been an interesting situation that you've lived through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
Um, I think you also, as a wise agent, understand that we have um, quite a bit of space now. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we were kind of, you know, we, you haven't been, unless our notes are incorrect, I think you have not been cored yet. And so technically you could play under yes. two core years. And so our thought is, you know, and this is kind of in the spirit of contracts that you sometimes see, um, that you know we'd like to offer you i think a one-year super max right so pay the max give you a chance to get some money um to kind of reward you for everything you've been for our franchise and what you've lived through kind of and then sort of it seems like we could reassess at that point i mean selfishly off the record uh to everybody else that preserves our ability to core you next year and also just kind of see how things gel and see the situation so but i mean on the record it seems like it's a pretty win-win kind of thing you get your money you know, there's still lots of flexibility for everyone and we're still protected as opposed to say giving you a two years and then not being able to core you in the future. All right. Um, League office, could you just remind me of the rules of a core uh, in terms of how many times, like if I, if, if, if a cord player signs a contract for two years, can they be cored again? Is it times you get cored or is it years of core service? It's the number of years under contract that came out of a core designation. Right. If she signs right now, currently designated as a core player for a two-year deal, she would not be able to again. But in the if it's just the one-year deal, then in theory, in 2023, she could be cored again, and they could work out a four-year deal, even though mm -hmm. even though she has technically just one more time to be cored. If that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to be court again, but don't see a way out of that. Um, so we will do, I don't know if I want to come back to Atlanta, though. It was such a, something that I shouldn't say on the podcast. It, it was bad. It was a bad situation. Is there anyone willing to work out a trade for Tiffany Hayes? Or is Atlanta, is Atlanta willing to hear out offers? At the, at the Supermax, right? Um, so... I mean, I want the Supermax if I'm staying in Atlanta. I may be willing to negotiate elsewhere. So I mean, anybody like wants to talk, now's the time. Do, 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 do. All right, fine. One year Supermax to come back to Atlanta. It better be different. The right way. Okay, great. Tiffany Hayes back to Atlanta begrudgingly. Um, okay, move it. Who, who else is Cord? Um, oh, let's talk to Connecticut. Uh, John Quell Jones, your core player. She obviously is she's doing great. Uh, in, in Connecticut, she really loves uh, it there. She loves how she's playing. She loves her teammates. Went well last year, right until the very end. Uh, and you know, she thinks that next year should be better. But, um, you know, Connecticut, what do you got on the table for me? Well, we're still in win now mode. You know, you're the MVP. We ended the regular season, um, the obvious number one team. We want to give you what you deserve. We're willing to offer you the super max at however many years um, you would like to take. Okay. And I, and uh, John Quill Jones has only been, has not been cored yet. Correct. Right. Okay. So she has not been cored. So we're going to run to a similar issue that we have with Tiffany Hayes. Um. I want to see what happens though, because this team did have uh, some structural flaws last season, and it didn't, you know, necessarily go the way I want she wanted it to go. So um, she's not forcing her way out this year, but she wants to keep that option open next year. So she would like to come back for a one-year supermax offer. Sound good? Great. All right. Boom. John Quill Jones coming back home. Well, not home. Home would be the Bahamas, uh, but the, as close to home as she has. No, almost... home is Bosnia now. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your great Bosnian pride. I, I haven't <laughs> heard about WNBA expansion to either of those locations. I mean, isn't the that why people play in Connecticut to be near the beach? That's what I've heard. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, she feels just at home in Connecticut, you know, just has that really Bahamian vibe. There's um, there a lot of peaceful waters in, in Connecticut. I'm looking at a pond right now, it's, it's great. Luckily, luckily, the WNBA plays mostly in summer, so she doesn't have to be there in the winter. Uh, okay, so that that's Connecticut. Uh, who else? We have cores on. I think Brianna Stewart's the only person left that was cored, unless I'm, oh, this can't be. Liz. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
Liz, yeah, she, she she's ready to come back. Um, you know, obviously it's been kind of a roller coaster due to a bunch of different reasons in Las Vegas, but it's been mostly good. And, you know, she really likes her teammates and she really wants to see how this team plays whole. Um, has she been cored for the record? Yeah. yeah she's been cored. She has been cored, right. Um, so this would be her last go round with that. She does want to, she wants to hit the uh, open market next year as a very wise writer on herhoopstats.com, actually herhoopstats.substack.com pointed out she could uh, go back out to free agency next year and look at where the Los Angeles Sparks are, which is of course a great big city that she may want to go to and may potentially bring some friends with her to the lovely city of Los Angeles in the future. So Las Vegas, what's your, what's your offer? We are willing to bring back Liz Cambage for the one-year Supermax to allow her to pursue her options next year. And if it presents itself, we would also be willing to offer the regular Supermax next year. Uh, yeah, no, we're, 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 she wants to do the, the one-year deal. We want that Supermax for one more year, and then we'll see what happens next year on the market. So that's Liz and Seattle. Stewie. You're, you ready to talk to me again? Yeah, I am. What's up? Supermax for as many years as you want it. We'd love to have it be four years to keep you and Jewel Lloyd on the same timetable, keep you together in Seattle. But again, whatever you want. Yeah. And she's going to, I mean, she's going to get court again. I don't know. Seattle's really in flux. I guess the court doesn't really matter to Brianna Stewart because she could just say I'm leaving and they will have to go with that. So she's not going to do that now. She just wants to come back for the one year. Obviously, Sue's there. Jules there. She wants to come back for that one year and see where it's at. And then, you know, her life is in flux. There's a lot of things going on, but I think one more year in Seattle sure ain't going to hurt. And especially with Tina Charles coming into the fold, we're, we're ready to come back one year Supermax. All right, let's do it. All right. Those were easy. That's it for part one. Obviously the Seattle storm are the big winners here as they retain Jewel Lloyd and Brianna Stewart while also bringing in Tina Charles. Remember you can find the full recap at herhoopstats.substack.com. Part two will be coming out on Tuesday, December 14th. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and the newsletter to make sure you get all of that and follow us on all your social accounts because we are unlocking better insights into women's basketball. I'm Gabe Ibrahim. Talk to you soon.